0: video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch when Hello? You want watch. My name's is Justin McLeod. I'm here today with Mark Hansen. <laughs> are you trying a new one every week? Is that going to be VR shtick now? Is that I'll surprise you with something else next, next week? Yeah. Well, listen, sp- folks. <laughs> this is the new Mark Hansen 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I learned that you were called Mark 2 at uh, the store. <laughs> I am Mark II. For anybody
1: who's confused by the Mark 1, Mark <laughs> yeah. 2 situation. Why not like, just
0: store? Mark H or something like that? Why because two?
1: We're both Mark H. <laughs> Oh, and okay. also, we're not only both Mark H. My name is Mark Hanson, yeah. H-A-N-S-O-N. And, and his name it? is Mark Hassan, H-A-S-A-N.
0: Well, that's very so, confusing. There you go.
1: <laughs> so literally, when I first called yeah. like, to come in for my interview, or like they called me for the interview and I called back, they thought I was the other mark calling really? just about like being late for a shift or something or like you know can
0: so you take the na- nickname Mach 2 I could be mo- <laughs> I could be Mach 2 yeah. I could do
1: that I never really thought about it that way um, I mean we yeah got- I, I just they just started calling me Mark 2 MH 2 and it was MH 2 and it was MH 2 just stuck and then I was like wow oh, I, know, I guess and now like you know I'm the product manager stuff but you know you're still I'm number just, like, 2 i still got caught you know it's fine it's fine it's fine, it's fine. Got, you know, no problem seniority it's
0: fine it's cool <laughs> it's cool. All right, so we should start with our uh, movie pick of the week, and when we say we're gonna we start say, right, off, gonna the start right Barrett, off the bat, Barrett, I'm down. So when we say movie pick of the week, it sounds like a uh, recommendation. It is it's not, not at all.
1: <laughs> so this was. I want to say this was your pick, but I feel like I kind of nudged you towards this yeah. a bit too, so, so I apologize because...
0: You know, when we look at the <laughs> list of movies that are coming out, and the deal with picking a movie that we both watch every week is that neither of us can have seen it. Yeah, So exactly. when Mark sent me his list, I'm like, there's a lot of good movies on here, but I've seen them. <laughs> a lot of good movies. <laughs> <and> movies. <laughs> so I suggested the uh, Playing With Fire <laughs> The John w- Cena, Cena film John directed John by the guy who did uh, Reefer Madness, the Great. musical, which I do like. I okay. think it's like it's like something Shankman. Uh, Isn't it Andy Tennant? I or Andy Tennant, something like that. I thought I read that on the back. <laughs> I don't know. I looked it up briefly when you suggested it. And I knew exactly what Mark wanted to watch, and it was <laughs> Mob. Uh, city, town, Mob, Mob Town, Mob town. Mob. yes. Because I saw David Arquette start in it. But I looked on Letterboxd you know and it was, was like half star, half star, half star, and I was like okay, I guess I'll watch it. You
1: know, I was fully ready to watch Playing with Fire but yeah. then you were like, uh, I was also kind of thinking about Mob Town. I was like wow, I already have Mob Town at home because I'm going to watch that anyway. So
0: it is the Arquette that got you all excited yeah. for
1: it? So you can pick the one next week too. <laughs> okay. I, will, I will stand back completely. Playing with Fire. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. We, we yeah. never watch Plague of Fire. Never like, again. I'll never see John
0: Cena, like, his disapproving gates. I just I'm
1: like, ah, I don't think this, this is, like, nothing I worse mean, to than be than, like, good. a bad family comedy. Oh,
0: that's like, oh best. Like, the pacifier? Oh, God. I can't stand it. So you'd but rather... You can pick that in the future um, if you want. You'd rather mob town, which is... I like
1: bad serious movies. The, but this is like... This is just bad. Yeah, completely. there's
0: nothing happening in no. this movie. If you are a big fan of people in rooms talking, <laughs> this is people the movie in, yeah. for you. It must be some kind of like money laundering scheme. So, like. yeah, this is a true story um, <laughs> based on
1: the Apple Appalachian meeting or something mm-hmm. that happened in the 50s where a bunch of ma- leaders of the mafia gangs all got over the together US got together
0: and like, if the climax is any indication what happened was the police showed up and yep. they ran into the woods and that's all they were
1: but there were like 10 minutes of text after saying like uh, like 60% of these guys got arrested and then the mm-hmm. guy who David Arquette plays, Ed Croswell Old or sleepyhead came, himself, got a job with the FBI or something investigating. So you get all these 10 minutes of credit, credits with or texts yeah. with
0: typos. Like <laughs> so many typos. With typos. The They're worst like, font, too. Worst it's like font. the basic Adobe font that you get.
1: But you're right. The ending is literally three small town cops show yeah. up. No gunfights. David Arquette. Nothing. And one of the mobsters is like, hey, I see some cops out there. Let's get and out <laughs> they of they here. they all just run away, even though they're in, like, a privately owned mansion. <laughs> but they're not doing anything illegal. They don't even have weapons on them. They're literally, they're just having a party.
0: I mean, this right. has an all-star <laughs> cast, though. David Arquette, <laughs> David Robert Arquette. Davy. Robert Davy, That yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, guy with glasses that plays uh, a nerd all the time. Yeah,
1: who's <laughs> that? Uh, Jamie Lynn Siegler's yep, in there. that's some right. Sopranos cred. Um,
0: <laughs> who else is it? Jennifer
1: Esposito. Jennifer Esposito. Sposito love
0: trust for David Arquette this movie is so boring <laughs> so I have not boring. seen a more boring non-movie I know. it's so well, long most of it is just the
1: guy who's hosting the party who's actually played by the director too. Mm. so the director is a guy who's had bit parts in Scorsese films apparently mm-hmm. and then got some money to direct he made yeah. a film with Harvey Keitel a couple years ago it's is just like, like his
0: passion project I is guess Martin so? Scorsese so he involved plays this
1: like yeah I know you think he was he clearly wants to make a Martin Scorsese film here but it's literally just him planning this party for like two-thirds of the movie.
0: and then and that's it. He's just that's like, it. I gotta buy fish and I gotta get like and the cops show up and, and got... again it, it just <laughs> they just away. run away there's they're no like, conflict there's no confrontation <laughs> and at the end David Herka just takes a phone call yeah. and he's like oh I,
1: I, I did do a good job yeah. like, and then cool. they call him and they're like oh we're gonna give you a position now like, <laughs> sure but, and they don't believe him the entire movie they're like ah just let him have their party
0: whatever it doesn't matter you know,
1: don't you know who he is in the town he gives money to everybody and <sighs> he just is like well I'm just gonna show up at this party unannounced anyway so
0: that's our movie of the
1: week It's available at Street video. Oh, you got it to the stock footage, though, at the beginning. (laughs) So much stock footage. There is a bit of it set in New York City <laughs> but there's no it's all just in rooms like yeah. you said and then they keep cutting back to these <laughs> shots these like 50s 60s era stock footage shots mm-hmm. of the New York City streets for no reason they just uh, keep cutting uh, back it's cutting called back, production back, value mark but it's so it's so jarring with like the digital look yeah. and the bad sets and everything it looks and it's like, so
0: cheap too <laughs> <looks> Like, cheap.
1: <laughs> did they use like uh, consumer cameras or oh something like that oh David Arquette's sweating the whole <laughs> It's like so many beads of sweat on his forehead. You know what? I'm movie. glad
0: to see David Arquette. It's still <laughs> making movies. But who
1: thinks David Arquette, when you're making a mobster movie, like, you know who would be good in this? David Arquette. Probably David Arquette. Probably David. Does he know the director? He must know. He, he must know, know somebody. Or right? maybe, like, what was the last big thing that he was in? Great question. I have no idea. Yeah.
0: Scream 4. Eight Legged <laughs> like, like Freaks. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> that was probably his big theatrical film. Yeah. Ready to Rumble. Oh, Ready to Rumble. <laughs> I have yeah, to I say. Remember. Yeah, I was uh, a big David Arquette does fan. Does not hold up. Does not hold up. Somehow I knew you were I a big David Arquette fan. I, don't I wonder
1: remember. I know. Yeah. I don't even remember Obviously. liking Ready to Rumble it's when an, it came it's out. It's not very though, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: they keep playing, um, what is that? Uh, My Own Worst Enemy. Like, But they don't even get to the chorus. I it's no, like, come it's, on, man, you're just like, you're on. just edging us. <laughs> Have you seen oh, the amazing man. video of that band? I don't remember what they're called. Yeah, tra- no, it's not Ooh. Trouble Charger. It's uh no, I know. they're at like a state fair playing yeah. uh <laughs> ah, This was like totally my jam when yeah. I was a kid, too. <laughs> uh, yeah uh yeah so check whatever that. band that was maybe yeah. it was trouble charger search online there's a video of them at a state fair and it is just like <laughs> so good it's like our our singles number one and just like the <laughs> cutaways so the people like rocking out it's <laughs> yeah. such like a slice of americana <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. highly recommend just I, like ready to rumble yeah just like ready to rumble when i saw that video i made like 10 gifts <laughs> and nice. each one a uh, sweeter than, than the one <laughs> So, uh, we actually have movies that are coming out this week. (laughs) That are good movies. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we have Night Tide, which is being released by Indicator. This is a film by a director who I only learned about a few years ago, Curtis Harrington, who is, like, the arty Roger Corman graduate, because he worked for Roger Corman for a while. He did um, re-edits and dubbing of those uh, Russian films Mm -hmm. that, like, Peter Bogdanovich worked on as well, and Francis Ford Coppola. But unlike those directors, Curtis Harrington never had, like, a breakout hit. Yeah. So, he kind of, like you know he worked on like tv movies and stuff he made like uh, a bee attack tv movie in the oh, 80s yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like he was famous for he went to like france he was the cinematographer on a bunch of kenneth anger films yeah and yeah, he some really like underground mm-hmm. and he was like a big um old hollywood like joseph von sternberg appreciator he wrote a famous monograph on the director mm-hmm. and he would always cast like washed up like hollywood stars in his movies like yeah. in who slew auntie rue right, yeah. and um what's Matter was Helen. He did an Exorcist ripoff, which I believe is called Abby. Or is that the one? No, you're uh, Ruby.
1: Ruby. Ruby. There's another one called Abby that 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 was directed
0: by the guy who did Grizzly. No, I know that one too. And that one is, I think that legally you can't release it because the studio sued. Yes. The the director. Yeah. It's the director of The Manitou, uh, William Girdler. (laughs) Yes. That's what his name is. is. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I love William Gerbler. Yeah, yeah, uh, he died really young, too. He made like eight movies. And he think he died like in his late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. So uh, Night Tide is Curtis uh, Harrington's first film. Yeah. And it's kind of like a Val Luton-esque a story about a soldier that discovers a woman at kind of like a circus that he's not sure if she's a mermaid or not and yeah. there's spookiness involved and that soldier is Dennis Hopper right. and he was always a big fan of Curtis Harrington I believe he did a commentary that I don't know if it's on this release but it was on like some previous releases that mm-hmm. came out
1: yeah they have released this a few like mm-hmm. this is the if you're a fan of Night Tide this is the way to get it I think it was sure. in the public domain it was yeah. yeah and then Kino actually put it out several mm-hmm. years ago as like a special edition mm-hmm. but I don't think it was in that no, special. I think they just ported yeah. all the um, DVD stuff. Yeah, but I think they did do a new transfer of it. This one though is like loaded.
0: Yeah, again, so I so. believe this is also a new transfer because it's it uh, yeah. Nicholas Reffin.
1: Yeah, so his name's on the front as mm-hmm. being the guy who supervised it. <laughs> of
0: course, his name's because, on the front. <laughs> yeah, it's like Nicholas Winding Reffin presents. Yeah, nighttime. <laughs> you know, as much as I love to make fun of Nicholas Winding Reffin, I love uh, his kind of passion for movies. And if yeah. you haven't visited his ridiculously called website by uh, I think it's nwr.com it's a free website where they put new scans of movies Mm -hmm. along with 10 essays every month and it's all like real trashy stuff like public domain stuff that they're trying to recapture and put out there they just did a um, new edit of a movie that's never been released the Andy Milligan uh, it's kind of like his gone with the wind Yeah, just (laughs) trashy like terrible and it was believed to be lost and he found it and put it out and he's involved with this blu-ray has a new commentary by like uh, Tony Rains, the like famous, I guess a Japanese and Chinese film critic is usually what I associate it with. 80 page booklet. And these indicator titles they go out of print really fast, so if yeah, this interests especially you,
1: especially this one because this is one of their really limited edition box mm. sets. So if you want it, you probably should get it. Well,
0: now. there's I'm one like, less because re- I just grabbed yeah,
1: it. They might re-release it just
0: like mm-hmm. without all like the book or the yeah. box or anything. There's a second but... disc that are all of Curse Harrington yeah. short films, which was yeah. released on DVD, but it went out of print a long time ago, and it's very expensive now if you want to pick mm-hmm. it up. So yeah, check out Night Tide. Yep. Uh, on the same classy bent, Fraternity <laughs> Vacation is being put out by Scorpion. Yep,
1: that's Scorp- right. In scorpion's wheelhouse scorpion's say. like
0: <laughs> doubling down
1: on like 80s, <laughs> on 80s. sex
0: comedies <laughs> uh isn't tim robbins in this one i think oh, I saw maybe his name on the i front, mean it's directed right? by the guy who did the muppet movie great movie (laughs) great movie (laughs) can you imagine being that kind of journeyman we're like Muppet movie sex comedy fraternity (laughs) vacation can you bring that Muppet magic (laughs) oh I think I can Uh, are there people who are like I buy every 80s sex comedy I think the Scorpion releases aren't doing so
1: well anymore oh really they released Night Patrol a couple years ago or a couple weeks ago sorry Mm. we talked about
0: it. the Jackie Kong film yes that's right
1: hasn't been selling at all. And, I wonder if people were kind of burned
0: like, out by Vinegar Syndrome in the Vice maybe, Academy box you know, set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of on the
1: same, uh, same wavelength. Yeah, same with this. We haven't really, it hasn't been mm. flying or anything. I mean, they do a good job. They yeah, put a good package together. They I do think new scams, sex comedy Yeah. I feel like a lot of the the best ones have already come out, and they're just kind of like you know what eighty sex comedies right in a
0: now. decade. They'll be the noirs of today <laughs> that yeah. people are just people like are take me back mom. to that. Give me some joysticks. <laughs> Another Scorpion release, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but
1: this does have Tim Robbins in it. And I think there's other people in it too. <laughs> the Tim famous.
0: Robbins fans are yeah, like, listen, I need yeah. to see come on Tim every
1: Robbins Tim movie. Watch Tim Robbins not even be in them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're setting it all up. All the Tim Robbins fans coming. We're in fraternity. <laughs> vacation, vacation. Yeah. No. Um, I like how you put in the cult section because we break up all the new releases in we like do, three yeah. cult, classic, and new. You put the house that Jack built. I did this because it's it did come out last
1: mm. year as like kind of a bare-bones release. You're right. It wasn't the director's cut. Although, to be honest, the director's cut is like 30 seconds long. Yeah, there's not there's that really much. really not that much different. It's only like a couple of quick shots of extreme gore. Do you, of, you believe that this is so. maybe
0: a Von Trier provocation, the idea of the director's <laughs> cut? Uh, I think it might be. Because I mean, he did that with Nymphomaniac, Nymphomaniac as well. With,
1: he did. He yeah. did. Although with Nymphomaniac, it was a good like Hardcore phonography. hour, 45 <laughs> minutes longer, so... Uh, so. I don't
0: think I've seen the uh, director's no, cut. I saw of it in theaters. Nympho- yeah, Nymphomaniac. I, I like that movie a lot I too. I like it too, yeah. I mean, I, I to, uh, I, All right, I, let's I, talk I, about Vontrude.
1: I'm a Lars von Trier apologist, but wait for his movies, not for for the accent. No, no, not for (laughs) yeah, not for his Nazi comments or yeah, because or his treatment of or his treatment of Bjork. Bjork. instead of "Answer in the dark." Was there
0: Uh, ever anything else that came out of his mistreatment of woman? No, woman, um, women.
1: (laughs) No, uh, so it really has only been Bjork. I'm not saying no, he hasn't. Done anything there's else? has there's like, always a power imbalance with yes. him, and he always makes movies where women are placed in very mm-hmm. punishing. He punishes women in his movies, yes. and I think, and that's what you know. Even Breaking the Waves, which is like the most widely loved film, which is, is
0: all about a woman being punished for the is, right? sanctity like, of Dawn a man. Bill, you know, mm-hmm.
1: Nicole Kidman is punished in that Antichrist, like. Mm-hmm. But Charlotte, they did well. It. William Dafoe was punished in Antichrist as well. <laughs> yeah, but it also, Charlotte Gaines. Yeah, I mean, William Dafoe is, uh, emerges unscathed from it all at the mm. end, though, too, right? Well, I a mean, certain member well, of his sort- doesn't yeah. remain unscathed. <laughs> I mean, he's able to walk away. Let's <laughs> That's put it that Um But Charlotte Gainsbourg did do an interview with a European outlet, I think, mm-hmm. around the time that that was all coming out with Bjork. And they asked her about that, and she was like, I really feel for Bjork. That sounds horrible. I believe that that happened mm-hmm. from my own experience working with Lars, I never had that issue. Mm-hmm. He he was always really pleasant. So, he has had defenders come yeah. out. I mean, I mean even somebody <laughs> yeah, like Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst to, to who had to sit there next to him while he made those A nymphomaniac, Nazi comments. Nymphomaniac. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was, no, not
0: that one. What was yeah. which yeah, is yeah, another yeah.
1: great film of his. Um, but yeah, she was like Wow, I, like, really don't abide by those Nazi comments Mm -hmm. at all. But, like, when we were making the movie, I mean, it was great. Like, so there's no other – but the fact is he's, like, an aging white guy making movies about punishing women. Mm -hmm. And I see that, I think – and especially with a movie like this. I think we've talked about this before. Have we? I think we brought it up. We were Mm -hmm. talking about the Golden Glove. Okay. And just that maybe, like, the Times, maybe not – Right for these kind of movies, like but what, this
0: movie's so funny. But
1: having said that, I do like the house that Jack <laughs> yeah, built. So I mean, I don't
0: know. I don't like. I listen, really I like, want to make myself bulletproof, but I, mean, I also want to say no, that I like this like, movie. That's the thing. I just I'm trying to point. You know, I know you gotta listen. I'm putting you from. on the well, uh, sacrifice co- altar, yeah, and then I can come in and a make the of, jokes. We're a
1: couple of white guys here yeah. defending the house that Jack built. So like, <laughs>
0: but oh, I'm also a def- uh, you know I need to lift up my man Matt Dillon. You know what?
1: I think Matt Dillon's great in this movie. I really I. I've always liked Matt Dillon, Mm -hmm. but this was like the best performance of his I've seen in some time. I I thought he was excellent. Somebody pointed
0: out on Twitter a joke I had forgotten, the amazing one that he's going around like uh, just doing terrible things, uh, claiming that he's like a business inspector or something like that. And when somebody calls him on it, he's so shocked that they like, (laughs) they would question him. I know, right? I mean, mean, the movie is funny. Like, it's not... And it is all about white guys being terrible.
1: Yeah, it's darkly comedic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, yeah, like, the scene, now yeah, where he kills that woman when he pretends to be, like, the inspector or whatever, and mm-hmm. keeps coming in, and then he keeps going back to, like, yeah. make sure, because of the OCD thing, and, like, mm-hmm. that whole scene, and then the cops end up showing up, like, the whole scene is, like, out of some sort of, like... Uh, farce. Farce, right? Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, it's Von Trier, so he mixes his farcical elements mm-hmm. with extreme violence and, like, punishment, so... Yeah, Some sometimes people, it's most tough people to... just see it and it's like this is a horror. Most people code it as like a horror movie mm-hmm. or something, and it's not really a horror movie. To no, me at all. like I mean, he does troll a lot, like with the ending, which won't spoil. <laughs> it's
0: but so funny does, though.
1: It's really funny, but he troll he trolls the audience. That is a
0: hilarious ending, so. troll. Oh, and the God. credits come up, and you're like, what? what? <laughs> but
1: for me, I've I've always had a soft spot for filmmakers that troll the audience. Mm. I know that's not necessarily the best yeah. thing, but. I don't know. He just... He makes me... He makes makes you laugh. laugh. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) He makes me laugh. I wouldn't say House
1: of the Jackbill is one of his best films. Mm. What is his best film, in your opinion? I go between either Antichrist Mm -hmm. or Dogville...
0: Or you're not an
1: Idiots fan? I am an Idiots fan. Yeah, another
0: problematic, very film. very problematic
1: movie. film. Yeah, I, I really like all Europa. Um, sorry, Europa. I oh, really, really Europa? You're gonna go with his like Europa. stylistic period? I do like what? the stylistic period. Mm-hmm. The only one of his films I really don't like, actually, is *Dancer in the Dark*. Mm. I didn't. I like *Dancer in the Dark*. Didn't get
0: on board with it. Maybe it's the musical thing. You know, oh. I'm not a big musical. You fan. know what's a real I funny just... one? Dancer and uh not dancer. Yeah, dancer yeah. Of the dark. Hilarious. hilarious. Uh, uh, the and... boss of it all. So funny. Oh, the boss of it all is hilarious. Yeah. That is
1: actually one of my favorite of his. <laughs> he, it's so that's the one where I figure like he he made like a pure comedy without <laughs> having to resort to like gross out or mm-hmm. trolling. But you just like, and you're like, like I wish you could just, like, come back to that. I, you know, you just like it's a great little movie. I feel like nobody's really seen it either. Where mm-hmm. it's just like this faceless company like they lose their bo- I can't even remember
0: how th- I think the it's the only way they can survive is by hiring like some yeah, idiot to take over hire for some them actor guy <laughs> to take
1: over his boss and he's so funny and he man. takes it's it like- so seriously yeah, and he starts acting like such an asshole to <laughs> yeah.
0: Everybody.
1: anyways that's a good Vartario recommendation yeah. if you come
0: know, to Basement Video and rent the boss of it we all have it, yeah, so. uh, other than that cult wise there's a documentary in search of the last action heroes documentary in 80s yeah, action movies I put this in here because it's yeah.
1: cult 80s action movies. That's right. I don't know. I, it's, if you like it, check it out. It. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of interviews with you know mm-hmm. the main sort of... It was a big you, I mean, you're not going to get interviews with like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something, yeah. but you got like Vernon Wells in there. You got like the bad guys. Mm. And, Dolph like, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren's mm-hmm. in there. You know, so...
0: If you want to catch up with all those folks, give yeah. this documentary a spin. Listen, <laughs> gotta find positive I side know, of it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's an amazing uh book called I think it's like The Tough the Deadly. Uh, I can't remember the entire ti- the entire title, but it's like a book that goes through all the 80s and 90s action movies and oh, yeah, like yeah. gives them a review and like every single that one of them and they amazing. interview everyone so you'll read a review the next page will be like a 10 page interview um, with the actor like you know don the dragon wilson or something mm-hmm. like that so i recommend that book which i did not give the correct title for yeah that
1: sounds great though yes. <laughs> that's like something i you know, definitely video want to should check bring out. it in i know i know if you carried
0: books, bother us to like get books in here folks <laughs> so classic wise Big week for Spike Lee movies because yes. he got Clockers, Crooklyn, uh, *Mo Better Blue, Summer of Sam, Jungle Fever. Yeah. So Kino got the rights to launch yeah. a Spike Lee. And they didn't decide to, like, parse them out over no, time. They are like, just, we're dropping them, them all right now. Are you fans um, of any of these movies? Out of these, I, I'm a big Spike Lee fan, but actually out of these girl, ones... girl. <laughs> You've definitely seen Summer of Sand with his talking I dog. have <laughs> not seen Summer of Sand. <laughs> have you seen that clip? It's one of my oversights. No. You have not seen the clip I've of always... John Turturro talking <laughs> to the dog and I've the dog's heard, like I've mouse. I've heard about the clip,
1: but i always, like, really wanted to see this movie, so I just kind of, like. Girl. Avoid... Oh, no, I like, love that kind of thing though with yeah.
0: Spike Lee honestly uh, uh, wait no it's not John Turturro talking to the dog is it the dog is voiced by someone very like funny like yeah or... someone like that I don't know uh, but, Jungle uh, Fever wait which is the one that I think it's Jungle Fever that has the amazing final shot where yeah, it's, that's uh, Jungle Fever where yeah. it's just Wesley Snipes like no <laughs> no and the camera Zana. like yeah. zooms out like a I, Simpsons yeah. gag
1: I really like Jungle Fever though. Mm-hmm. That, that and Clockers Clockers is are, amazing yeah, Brooklyn little... is very good too yeah see I haven't seen that one but
0: yeah Clockers and Jungle Fever yeah because Mobile the blues and crooklyn are two like really personal projects for yeah. Spike Lee because mobster blues is about his as- father and Crooklyn is about his own youth growing up mm-hmm. the only thing that doesn't work about Crooklyn and it's like a famous thing that doesn't work is that one of the characters goes to live in the country for a while yeah. and what Spike Lee does is he like squishes the frame so it looks like the wrong uh, aspect ratio yeah, okay and like when he was interviewed by he's like oh because I wanted to show how constri- constrained it was it's yeah. like no that doesn't work why did not you just go four by three instead <laughs> I know, yeah. but I think his idea was he wanted something that would still appear on VHS. So if we right. went four by three, you no one would it wasn't know. Work. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, if you're a Spike Lee head, uh, yeah, pick he these, these up.
1: up. These are all selling well too, because I, f- I feel like some <laughs> of these are his, like the '90s period, like after Malcolm X, yeah. and then in like before the early 2000s. There's a lot of he made a lot of films. There's, some, there's some
0: here that are before Malcolm that, X, though, because I think
1: Jungle Fever is true, right. That's true. Jungle Fever is, and um, I think Mo Better Blues. Mo Better Blues was, so yeah, because it was his are after. that I mm-hmm. feel like. Yeah, they're, they're kind of mining the stuff that just hasn't been given. Like, there has been a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, criterions put out of a, a few of his titles, or there's been a lot of special editions now of his, like. Miracle Sinister of St. Anna. Uh, is Kino going to
0: dive into that one?
1: Yeah, I saw that one in theaters when it came out. Did
0: you? I still haven't seen it. I always pick it
1: up and I'm like, that is a bizarre. I wouldn't even say I don't dislike them. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't work. Yeah. But in a strange way, I don't, mm. I don't know. It's, a strange, it's definitely a Spike Lee movie, though. I'll say I that.
0: mean, he always commits. Yeah, even he when commits, he makes decisions you know? that you're like, "What are you doing?" I, know. I would love like an oral history of like the Old Boy American remake, oh my God, which not I just, haven't seen. Not even you know, just like yeah. the Spike Lee version, but like all the different. Like Steven Spielberg was gonna do it oh, at one I know, time. Yeah, and remember he's like, "I'm going back to the manga." It's like, who cares, Steven Spielberg? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what are you talking about?
1: You think <laughs> yeah. I would love to see Spike Lee's initial cut of that? Though,
0: oh, was before. there a radically different one?
1: Yeah, well, he took his name. That's why. Oh, I didn't know. Old Boy is the only fil- Spike Lee film that's not a Spike Lee joint. Oh, I didn't ca- know that. They call it a Spike Lee film mm-hmm. because he said you can't call it a Spike Lee joint. I'm contractually obligated to be on this, but apparently he delivered a three hour cut mm-hmm. and they chopped it down to like under two hours. They took it away from him. Yeah. So he took his name off of it. Well, he didn't take his name off of it, mm-hmm. but he basically disowned it.
0: It so. is a hilarious remake. It like, if you thought that the twist in Old Boy was shocking, <laughs> uh, the Old Boy remake tries to like. like expanded to like a hundred times worse
1: i am kind of curious
0: uh uh copley is in it Mm -hmm. and he does like the most hilarious accent the entire time because he's like the villain of the piece he's the accent man yeah (laughs) well not anymore where is he yeah i don't know what happened to him old boy (laughs) that's right Oh, he was in. Um, wasn't he in that he was Snow in, White movie? He was in
1: hardcore Henry. Oh movie, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, that didn't do anything nah, for him. So, uh,
0: we also have Warlord. This is a classic film, not the classic um, Nicolas Cage film. <laughs> Lord of War. <laughs> Lord yes, of War. Of course. I mean,
1: also yeah, classic. Uh,
0: this one stars Charlton Heston. It's from the director of Pepillon and Planet of the Apes, Franklin J. Schaefer. It's 11th century Normandy. A Norman duke <laughs> sends one of his knights to build a defensive fortress. Charlton Heston. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, guess, I mean heston. it's charlton
1: heston yeah is there
0: any Ches- charlton heston fans
1: out there like i feel like charlton heston's time because he's like such a hardcore like nra yeah Republican. Well, i mean that's that people what people remember just, him people for. are just like oh yeah that crazy nra guy right mm. from, from my, my old
0: dead hands
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all i think of so yeah i actually haven't seen that many charlton heston movies at all like except for <laughs> Soylent Green and, like, Ten Commandments. You know, I've never maybe. even seen know.
0: either of those be just because <laughs> really? okay. they're so prevalent in pop culture. Yeah. It's like, I've seen, I feel like well, I've yeah, seen them. Know, Ten
1: Commandments, I, I feel like I've only seen in part. I feel like I haven't actually sat down and watched the whole thing.
0: <laughs> <think> <laughs> now that I really think I about mean, it. I mean, it is Soylent three Green well. I have, for sure. Okay, um, Yeah, Richard Fleischer, we've talked about him on the podcast before. Yep, yep. We also have uh, Ulzana's Raid. This is a great film by Robert Aldrich. Yeah, uh, and never been available
1: in widescreen before, surprisingly huh. enough. Like, the DVD before was, like, a really old crappy like mm. pan and scan version so
0: yeah i know you can't restored. speak of this one because you hate, Western. I hate westerns yeah. <laughs> so we've already established so that just with your me pan of, okay. of american outlaws <laughs> yeah, from last week i saw all i needed to see with american outlaws <laughs> no this one's great so if you like and if you know like westerns this is one that you probably are aware of robert aldrich is like a classic you know old-timey tough guy director yeah. robert Aldrick directed the dirty dozen and this is like on the same kind of wavelengths but even greater than that a little bit bit more kind of meaner, so definitely recommend that one. Uh, We also have uh, Tobruk. Is that how you say that? Yeah, so... This yeah, is fun because it's, it's Canadian. A Canadian POW <laughs> is rescued yeah. by a special British military unit to help attack on the Nazis. There are so many World War II movies. I know, it is insane. Lot, yeah. <laughs> Rock Hudson, you know, takes pictures. George Papard. Yeah, George Papard. Everybody loves him. Oh, P- Peter Fonda's there too? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. That's a different no. movie. Oh, yeah. That's, no, another that's one the next one. Highballing. Yeah. Highballing. This one looks fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: They say in the tradition of Convoy on the back. I don't know if that's
0: <laughs> All the Convoy a good fans. I think thing. Convoy was a big hit it when was, it came out yeah. maybe uh, I think it was Yeah, the Chris Christopherson yeah, yeah. Sam Peckinpah Rich, film which Kino also put because it there was there. a truck and fever that hit there was, yeah. uh, with stuff like Smokey and the white Bandit yeah white line fever <laughs> I mean, everyone's got they fever. They mentioned that on the back too. Yeah. <laughs> like in the spirit of convoy and white lime fever. But I want to be highballing, which sounds high kind of like an overdose on something. Yeah, I've never heard of this film before <laughs> no, we either. got it in. Uh,
1: but you Gino. know, it's one of those Peter Fonda mid '70s like gotta go hey, through those catalog yeah. titles.
0: Uh, we also have semi tough uh, from my man Michael oh, Richie. Yeah, I yeah. like Michael Richie. Yeah, yeah, I like him too. <laughs> yeah. You know, high pitched voice. I don't know It's I the mean, sound of a liar. No,
1: I, I have no problems with Michael mm-hmm. Ritchie. Golden
0: Child. Uh, I've never seen Golden Child. Actually. Wait, what is it? Oh, he did Downhill Racer. When he love Downhill Racer. Art actually. Hill. Uh, art House period. Yeah. No, what I'm is a big another fan Michael of Ritchie, Ritchie fan. Racer. That I'm a big. He did Smile. Um, is one that. Yes. Uh, Fletch. That's what it was. Oh, I've never seen Fletch. Oh, Fletch. Is I funny. think he did the second Fletch as well. I think he, he did. Yeah. He's basically known as kind of like a journeyman who would yeah. do whatever is coming his way. Oh, he did an amazing uh, boxing movie called Digstown. I've heard. With, that, I have uh, seen that, but Louis Gossett Jr. and um, you know everyone's James Woods, right? yeah James Woods. I was gonna say everyone's favorite <laughs> everyone's, bad man, yeah. James <laughs> Woods. That is so good. The premise is like Louis Gossett Jr. has to like defeat something like 18 boxers, uh, okay. like young boxers in a town. Oh, Bruce Dern is like oh, the evil cool. uh, mayor of the town, and he has to defeat them all in like one day. And yeah. Louis Gossett Jr. is like a you know, a washed-up boxer whose best day is behind him, and it's like a con man movie. It was like yeah. a big con running behind the scenes. So good. I <laughs> okay. would definitely recommend this one. Semi-Tough, I think, is one of his more kind of like well-known films. Yeah, it's a f- football comedy. Yeah. You know.
1: um, the cover, which is just the original poster mm-hmm. art, is so hilarious because it is such a different time. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> really? Like, it is like a quintet. There's five mm-hmm. of the five. Uh, scantily clad, it's an illustration, yeah. five scantily clad ladies bending over and Chris Christopherson and Burt Reynolds behind them like they're ready for the What's the the, pass. What's the pa- what's yeah. it? Co- wow. I n- definitely don't know anything about football right now. <laughs> what
0: does the player you know, who when they throw throws ball it back
1: through their leg? Yeah. But it's done in like this really highly Man, sexual I don't even know what that is. Look yeah. at these two nerds. But, anyways, it's just like a totally like sexually inappropriate mm. poster, which is like clearly something that would have like, you know, flown in the 70s. Mm. But now I'm looking at this cover. Like, yeah. Like, gross. Is, like, I just really feel really gross. Yeah, oh, grimy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Looking at And it. the looks on their, their illustrated faces, Christopherson and Are they so happy? They're like, they got these really, <laughs>
0: Disgusting <laughs> grins on their face. It's like ew. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, 1966, The Oscar, a famously this bad a, film. Yeah, I, mean, I almost <laughs> picked this one. I was almost. I know. Like, I, was,
1: I thought you might go this way because I haven't seen this either. But
0: but I, again, I look on Letterbox and it was like there's not even people who like ironically like it. Like oh, most really? people are like, ah, this is terrible. I mean, it famously has like an Harlan Ellison script. Yep. Uh, it's like a bunch of famous people are in it as well, and it's about the Oscars, right? It's like
1: an all about Eve, but with dudes competing mm-hmm. with, for the Oscars. And this is
0: like a special edition Kino put out. There's yeah. like a Pat
1: Oswald commentary track. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, they did a lot. And honestly, there is a fan base. We have been selling these. And oh, people really? are coming in being like, I can't believe they finally released this. So. You, uh,
0: I think it was famously withheld for yeah. a long time. So, it's release is also people being like, ooh, it's finally out! Right? So, you know, yeah. I, I may have to check this one out because, director, you know, Oscar is,
1: fever. Yeah, the director was Russell Rose, who mm. wrote DOA, which which is a oh great, great movie, noir, yeah. you know. And he had some really big noir credits as both writer mm-hmm. and director. I think he did New York Confidential too, and then this was kind of like one of the last things he did.
0: Seeing how much like uh, care and love was put into the special features of this is, makes me yeah. go like oh maybe I will check it out. I'm it's intrigued. Not just being yeah. Dumped uh, onto. I don't think. I've ever seen Patton Oswalt do a commentary track no, for anything I before. Don't so. Think so, what's interesting is all these yeah, LA people, <laughs> yeah, are getting into like a uh, movie stuff. Like yeah. Quentin Tarantino, he is basically just a blogger oh now God, on the no, New Beverly you know. website, just writing reviews of whatever yeah. movies he sees. Uh, right? Even he's like, a, uh, he's on like a whole bunch of podcasts too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's his
1: future. You know? Yeah, podcasting. But even guys like you know Bill Hader or something would mm. be like hosting TCM nights <laughs> yeah. or like in the Criterion <laughs> closet or something. Like, it's oh, like okay.
0: cool, cool to like. Movies yeah, right. Now <laughs> yeah, Patton Oswald has always been like, I just want to write a screenplay, and make yeah. movies. and I'm like, why don't you do it? Do it, it? man, yeah, do it. it. You're funny. Uh, we also have Anne Frank. <laughs> I guess this is another a Kino classic, one yeah. uh, miniseries, right? Yes, this was Ben Kingsley. Um, I feel like we were probably forced to watch this in yeah, class. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've seen this, but yeah. maybe I have. I yeah, <laughs> I <don't> who knows? <laughs> know, who knows? When uh, is Kino going to put out the Terry Fox story? <laughs> I, maybe you know. Every
1: month they put out two or three TV movies, so. <laughs> so you know. same. Soon, soon. soon.
0: Uh, we also have Boys in the Hood on 4K, 4K
1: UHD, baby. Rest in peace, John Singleton. <laughs> I know. I I love Boys in the Hood. I, mm. I love John Singleton. I'm, Wait, so um, you like Boys in the Hood more than Menace to Society? I don't actually. I like Menace to Society <laughs> Oh, Okay, all right. I but I like both.
0: A <laughs> yeah. Lot. I find Menace. Whoa, to that was not a hard Sophie's choice for you. You're no, just like no. sorry, Boys in the
1: Hood. No, I like Boys in the Hood. I, I feel like Boys in the Hood's a little more sentimental. Mm. What about uh, uh, whereas New menace Jack to society City? Is like more. I'm not a huge fan of New Jack no, City. No, Nobody is. Judd Nelson <laughs> kills it for me.
0: There's just I like, King
1: of New York. I like the Wesley Snipes stuff. I no. love, love King of New yeah. York. Yeah.
0: Big fan of King
1: of New ah, York Ferrari. You know.
0: Yeah. Crazy old Abel. Yeah. So right. Now, uh, yeah, time to get it in high but, quality. And it
1: looks great. I always loved the look of Boys in the Hood. Like it <laughs> has like, that you really... watch the
0: 4K? Yeah. No, I did
1: not watch <laughs> yeah. the 4K. I do not own a 4K. Did person. you get Tammy and the T-Rex on 4K <laughs> No, yet. We still don't
0: have it yet. <laughs> no! I don't know what's
1: happening. Did Vinegar syndrome sell out? They just like <laughs> you don't have enough. To give I bet you they I did. I think they did. They mm-hmm. probably just didn't press enough. Uh,
0: we also have Here Comes Peter Cottontail, a Rankin and Bass film, which <laughs> I've never seen. Me neither. But it's in time co- for
1: Easter, though. I looked at the cover, out, yeah. and
0: it looks horrifying. <laughs> it looks horrifying.
1: But I definitely want to see it. Uh, Listen, I mean, it's just a half hour short. They need so. to get
0: uh, before the Easter rush to get this movie out. So you know, that's it's, why it's coming it's out in cheap. January. It's like Blu-ray, DVD combo pack. You need an Easter gift for somebody. <laughs> Easter here, gift. You know, I don't know. Do you, Did wait. you ever buy Easter gifts for people? No, never. <laughs> Did you? I'm not gonna lie. I know yeah. someone who I may do a podcast with who would get like Easter gifts. Really? But I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> yeah, yet. I would
1: sometimes get Easter gifts. Like, never, ever. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would get like candy. We would do stuff. like
1: an Easter egg hunt. I would get an Easter egg the house, hunt. and then it would result in like a big like bounty at the end where of candy. Candy or actual candy and stuff? And gifts, yeah. What?
0: That's crazy. I know it's crazy. I've never right? heard that before. Yeah, well, other than that, other person and you, all my co- yeah. host, podcast co-hosts. Come on, Easter, uh, Easter's where it's at. Right? Upper middle class, like <laughs> I know, Yeah. But, oh, it's what? such a bougie. I got thing a else. new monocle. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: It was honestly just like DVDs though for me.
0: Oh man, I wish I got. DVDs. I remember one
1: year. I think it was. <laughs> I was really into Red Dragon that year because I had seen that, and it was
0: like, <laughs> it was like Easter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
1: like Easter candy, and then a DVD of Red Dragon, and or something else. I was like. Mom,
0: yes! I wanted the two-disc special edition! <laughs> it was the two-disc special edition. Uh, rest in peace, Brett Ratner. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. I remember listening to the commentary to like rush hour and like on the rush hour disc there was like short films that like whisk <laughs> commentary. Short films of Brett Ratner. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember that Steven Spielberg reality show uh, about on, on, the lot. on the Lot where Brett Ratner was
0: like uh, a judge for a few episodes. That show, uh, it came back a few so, years ago and it was famously cancelled really? <laughs> before a winner was picked. <laughs> Incredible. Have you seen the amazing um, Steven Spielberg? Uh, you can direct from home video game no. from the 90s. Well, you didn't see. <laughs> oh, it? yeah, no, you showed part of it. <laughs> we yeah. showed part of it. It was I, like I, Jennifer Aniston and Quentin Tarantino. That was funny. Yeah. Being directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that was really funny. Uh, so we also have Orphans, another Indicator release, a 1998 film. And uh, yeah. speaking of Indicator, there's also Resurrected.
1: Yeah, so a couple of British films here. So Orphans is Peter Mullen directed it, who's the actor in a bunch of. Uh, Loach films, mm. and he's like, My Name is Joe is a big film. Yeah. He's a big Scottish actor, really great actor. Mm-hmm. He also directed the Magdalene Sisters, which was probably his biggest film. Yeah, anyways, this was I want to it's like a black comedy mm. about, like, sounds good. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Never been a video, but I over really here, have so. to
0: love it if I'm getting it off the indicator yeah, that's label. The thing,
1: no, it's loaded, but yeah, it's indicator. <laughs> the second one, though, Resurrected mm-hmm. is Paul Greengrass's debut. Does Paul Greengrass so, still
0: have fans? I don't know. I like Paul Greengrass, or at least... What was the last Paul Greengrass movie you liked? You're like United Red Night- Dragon. Yeah, United oh Nations man, movie. and the Bourne Supremacy, which is rewriting no. the way that action cinema should be done.
1: I do love his Bourne movies. Do so you? I Wait, do. all Ultimate of
0: cool. his Bourne movies, even not, the last not one. Ja-
1: no, not Jason Bourne. It's that so weird
0: that, that, that like you bad. look and you're like, oh yeah, they did come back and make another Bourne yeah. movie that nobody liked. But you are a big Bourne fan, and I'm sure you're yeah, watching Bourne Ultimate Treadstone. Is my favorite, uh, not <laughs> <laughs> On I just like Paul Greengrass's.
1: Like I just like Supremacy and Ultimate. Why don't people like the
0: Jason Bourne? I never watched it because i didn't like the uh, because much.
1: matt damon looks really old correctly. <laughs> yeah. he, he can't hack it anymore and it's just it's just a re it's just a retread of yeah, the other
0: stuff. Yeah, I no mean, no pun the, intended. The story is done with um, uh, Ultimatum.
1: It's done, and Ultimatum. Ultimatum is my favorite of the Bourne movies. Oh, to be honest, I completely and, forgot they I, tried
0: to reboot it no, with, uh, with uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner. Renner, which was
1: even worse. I would take Jason
0: Bourne over the Wait. Jeremy what what, what did he say? He's like, I need my. He needs like medication of some kind. Yeah, he's like, he's, I need my meds. I need my meds, and that's like, like the whole, the whole movie is about that. He's like so, looking so, for. His there's medication.
1: one effective scene where, like, because I think it's about like regular people scientists who have this like implant mm-hmm. and they're like activated and they go on like killing it's kind of like a manchurian <laughs> candidate type thing right must kill uh, the queen No, but there is a really chill yeah it's basically exactly like that yeah <laughs> 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 it's like that but not funny <laughs> yeah but there's a really chilling scene where like a dude gets switched on and it, it's like this is how rachel vice's is care and it's he's like a scientist in a lab mm-hmm. and he goes on a shooting spree and it's like eerily similar to like real life shooting sprees you hear. yeah Really effective moment. Rest of the movie, garbage. I remember,
0: yeah. I think I didn't see it because I read a review that's like, there's no climax. There's just like a bicycle chase. No, and then yeah. uh, it just like, it to, to be continued
1: like, It's just like set up For like mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner's
0: born But it's it just like, who didn't cares do well Jeremy enough Renner's For born? anybody to Old care Old sleepy yeah. Renner <laughs> Who cares about Jeremy Renner Yeah, yeah in remember, general <laughs> Did you follow that Like he started like A line of like Outdoor gear no And he was way. made fun of so much That he shut it down Yeah wow. it was like Through Amazon or something like he that He seems
1: like a dick <laughs> Yeah he
0: doesn't seem like a dick uh, We also have uh, Exclusively At Faith Street yeah. Video At And Amazon.ca Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, The new releases from VC vci of the mexican line yeah these mexican are classics of mexican classics cinema line. yeah which unfortunately don't have any special features no. boom i need context I so i know i, know. Nothing about I these thought movies. they were
1: going to because vci was hyping these up big mm-hmm. time they're doing 4k restorations for these yeah. well they
0: didn't do them well, didn't uh, i think the them. mexican well, somebody, film archives yeah. did but they yeah. got
1: these and they were hyping them up like these are this is a new line we're starting this is gonna be mm-hmm. great no extras. On no extras. Though. No they're
0: extras. They're pretty, they're like not that expensive. They're not that expensive yeah.
1: though. And they are cool movies. I mean, the three we have in now are El Bruto, the Louis Buñuel film, which has only been available in like bad public mm-hmm. domain kind of discs. And then uh, a
0: couple of cults. Mexican Yeah, even films. The Wind is Afraid, which is like their most famous <laughs> yeah, horror film. Yep. And it's like the skeleton uh, of- Mrs. Morales. That's right. Yeah. Um, which
1: is a black comedy mm-hmm. kind of cult film about a guy who like has a nagging wife and he like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a taxidermist, and he plots to kill her. or yeah. something. I don't know. It's a another really famous. I think Mexican screened black
0: when um, Guillermo del Toro was doing like a retrospective at the Lightbox. Yes, and he did right. like a bunch of like, I was gonna say lesser-known Mexican films, but like even the classic era of Mexican, mm-hmm. uh, no one ever talks about it. Yeah, so that's but weird. Yeah, I wonder why.
1: I don't. I don't know. Yeah, these films mm-hmm. just never really. No one cared. Sort of, nobody cared. There were
0: yeah. releases of these, but they were all. Just like I said, public domain, really mm-hmm. bad-looking disc. Maybe that's why. And I hear that like the elements are sometimes very difficult yeah. to get your hands of. Like I was reading a, a forum post that like uh, Mondo Macabro said that if they did any Santo releases mm-hmm. there's no way they could do any remasters because the elements right. just don't exist anymore so. Yeah. so there
1: are more of these coming out though over mm-hmm. the next month or two we yep. got more on order so check it out, out.
0: For them. check out these uh, we also have dear Zachary a letter to a son about his father oh man if I need 10th, to clear my
1: anniversary edition here <laughs> if
0: I need to clean yeah. my uh, tear ducts oh, out God, I can give know. this one a spin this is
1: like definitely one of those devastating documentaries I've ever seen <laughs>
0: even if you tell somebody like it's real devastating I'm ready for it for it. You're not ready You're not for, ready it. Ready for uh, it. I love this. Is there thing. like is an is update? Great. Has more horrible well, stuff happened? So this is a
1: 10th anniversary edition the Oscilloscope's putting mm-hmm. out, and which is great. I mean, they put it out initially back yeah. in the day, but they've, and they've done a really nice package for it. They do have more special features, including an update. There is an updated okay. um, interview or whatever <laughs> oh, no. about what's gone on yeah. now. There's expanded scenes from mm. the film. Interesting. Whatever. So there are new extras on it. Um, that increased the devastation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. like, It is a great movie, it is a great If you haven't seen it, don't read anything about it. Just watch it, but be prepared for maximum devastation. I almost feel like
0: a Oscilloscope, uh, to present them in a, you know, not craven, is that what I'm looking for, is that they want to ride that true crime wave. They do.
1: They yeah. Do. And this was, like, really one of the original, original true, true, crime, true crime. I yeah. mean, obviously, there were, like, Errol Morris was doing mm-hmm. it before, but, like, it's kind of like, the, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. new kind of true crime the wave. The new wave of true crime. I mean, in the last this decade, this was like this one of the, ones, the ones that started, ones started, it really started it, and it's really homemade too, which mm-hmm. I kind of like about it. It's oh, really I don't just, really like that too. It's really just a guy who ha- this story just happened to him, mm-hmm. like it just was like in he started his documenting family.
0: something else and it, and it evolved and into this, yeah.
1: And that's really like my favorite kind of documentary mm-hmm. where it's like they don't know where it's going from the start. It, yeah,
0: yeah. So we also have in new stuff the Nightingale by Jennifer Kent. Did you see this one? I have not. I meant okay. to watch
1: it over the weekend. I got busy. It's really long, and I just yeah. couldn't get to it.
0: Um, um, all I want to say see about it. it is that Jennifer Kent being the director of the Babadook, which I really liked. She, this is not her story to tell, kind uh, of, because okay. it's like. It is a rape revenge movie, but it also is about, like, the indigenous experience in Australia right. through the kind of um, filter of, like, a white woman's journey who's, okay. like, helped by an indigenous person. Uh, and there's okay. kind of, like, parallels that sort are of being drawn that, like, you know, the experiences that she's going through being abused, because she's also an Irish immigrant, which were treated like garbage in Australia, yeah. that, like, it's kind of on the level of what. The indigenous people are going through, and that's right. problematic when you Jennifer Kent is a white person telling yeah. the story. It's yeah. tough because, it's like, tough, I yeah. understand that, like, it's like she swung for the fences for this yeah, because after I, the Babadoo, like, this is the film that you wanted to make. It's in four by three, so it's full screen. Yeah, okay, and it's really long, and she's obviously passionate about the story. But it's like the issue that I have is that, like, if she maybe she wanted to produce a film like that and get an indigenous filmmaker right. to be involved, like, I feel like that's the way that. It, these stories need to be told not yeah. through
1: the white lens again. No, I agree. I think there are. It's still with indigenous mm-hmm. film films in general. There a lot of them are still directed by white people. It yeah. seems, and that is definitely a problem because mm-hmm. yeah, indigenous people have need to tell their own stories at yeah. this point. Um, but so, yeah, I do. I am interested in this one. Um, I mean, yeah, I hear. A lot of great things about it. Um, mm-hmm. That's the, I didn't know a, a much about yeah. it besides that. I Funny. keep hearing it's like a rape revenge drama mm-hmm. that's really intense and everything. And, and I think, yeah, obviously rape revenge movies need to be told by women now too, mm-hmm. so that's good. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's but, like
0: one in uh, I know, on her side, yeah, and right. then ah, no, you reached too high. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I did really like the Babadook. I, it's a
0: valiant increased. kind of attempt, okay, cool. with reservations okay. about like the story that she's telling. We also have Rabid, made by the Soska sisters, the remake yeah. of the David Cronenberg film. See this? No, I, I haven't. I never.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. I actually haven't seen any of the Soska mm. Soska sisters movies. You know what? I'll um, say
0: that I enjoy their see no evil. Two? Oh, they did that. Yeah, I, I've seen
1: the first Ceno yeah. Evil. I did not. Oh man, I Ceno Evil
0: One is <laughs> so bad. Yeah, directed <laughs> directed by, by a porn director, director. Gregory Dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, he directed Oz and stuff like that. Yeah. He, I mean, he porn direct, porn
1: slasher films, same
0: kind. Same. Of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all about thing, build up, right? payoff. I mean, yeah. the director of um, fire Thirteenth Part Five. That's what yep. people accused him of is because he was a porn director yep. and that he would build all the murder scenes to like the climactic. I know,
1: I, even the original Rabbit, though. Oh, no, I love I, the original Rabbit. See, it's not one of my favorite Cronenberg no? films. I. I... Maybe I was too young when yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you're an I M butterfly. I need kind to of guy. read it. Yeah, <laughs> M butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm trying to think
0: of some other bad yeah, fast, company, where oh, I'm fast company. That's yeah, fast company. Yeah, because you love fast cars. I do like fast company. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen uh, fast company. It's fun.
1: Yeah, uh, it's like totally unlike anything else he's done. But, but you know like, what? It's like a
0: fun race Again, party. this is a good story yeah. to be told by women.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad that it was remade by female, and especially with the Saska sisters, with the Canadian connection. yeah, you know, it's just, but. I haven't seen her film. I know people liked American Mary a lot. Um, I yeah, it seemed too torture porny for me, and I'm not. Mm. I'm just not into torture
0: porn. But maybe it's not like that. I don't know. Yeah, Have but you... you are into found footage. I am. Sort of. <laughs> so I was. I associate found footage and torture porn to be like on the same really? wavelength. Yeah. Only because yeah, they came they out both at the same had time. Their waves. Yeah. Yeah. So Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, has yeah. come out. Great movie. Love it. I, I didn't see it. I know, <laughs> I know you haven't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't get behind this. I why don't not? I, just I don't, have no. I can't get any. Were you a big Shining intro. fan? Yeah, I like the show. So shining. like the I Easter, did. like um, I guess Santa Claus left <laughs> yeah. you the shining. The shining, yeah. The box set of Kubrick. No, films, I love the, the shining. Cases. Yeah, exactly, right? I did have that. <laughs> I know you did.
1: The uh, Shining, the book and the movie I love a lot. Oh yeah, we've uh, talked, we talked about this about before. This, yeah.
0: In the context of it, uh believe, or was it? Or, the or no, when Garrett McGarris... on 4K, I think. Oh or that's right. Yeah. Know.
1: Anyways, but this I don't know. I I just, Ugh, love Mike Flanagan. Get...
0: I've also talked about Mike Flanagan on podcast. I know you're a
1: big Mike Flanagan fan. I do like Mike Flanagan. Getting a little exhausted with Mike Flanagan stuff. Why? Like, like, it
0: just
1: doesn't. But it you're doesn't not watching it, are you? <laughs> I mean, I see... I watched The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. I
0: watched... What? That's a TV you know, series, Mark. Ouija sequel, which people okay. really, liked. I really like. That was ages ago. The Ouija it. sequel's fine. It's yeah. not that good. What else has he done? Uh, think, hush. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hush. Yeah. Oh, uh, I like Hush. Doctor Sleep okay. is really good. Okay. Um, I think that it also does the impossible task of doing a sequel of The Shining and adapting a terrible book. Doctor Sleep... Is the book Oh, bad. it's yeah. so see, bad. I read the book. It's yeah. about, like, energy vampires. <laughs> uh, Great. But, like... Mike Flagon makes a very smart move to cast Rebecca Ferguson as the main villain. Right. And she's yeah. the best part of this movie. I do like her. And Impossible McGregor so. is really good, too, okay. as the, you know, um, Danny Torrance. Yep. And it does the insane juggling act that it's a sequel to the movie, mm-hmm. but it's also a thematic sequel to the book, okay. and it actually, in some ways, does the ending of the book in a way that Kubrick's movie never did. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, All so right. that's why Spielberg. That's Spielberg. That's why Stephen King. Yeah, Spielberg was, uh, yeah, was talking about this movie this ste- because he's like, "Hey, didn't you see my Shining sequel from Ready Player <laughs> One?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stephen King said that he really likes it because it does that. I feel where if anybody's re- read the Shining book, it has a radically different ending mm-hmm. that it does yeah. um, the movie does not do, mm-hmm. and this one. Does that ending okay. and actually builds to an interesting way. Okay. Because so, I do yeah. like
1: the ending of the book better than mm-hmm. the movie, if I had to, I
0: had to pick. <laughs> You're all about redemption, right? right? No. <laughs> and something that the movie does, and the trailers reveal this, is that they go back to like the Shining yeah. Hotel, and the book never does that. Okay. They go okay. back to the place where the Shining Hotel used to be so it's oh, just, it's like, like not a dirt there
1: anymore. lot. of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little a half hour actual, longer and a half hour longer director's cut, which I've heard from some people that say it makes it like even more of a masterpiece. Hmm. So I don't know. But I've read some. They say I've it's heard like, some
0: people say that it's only like two extra scenes that they noticed, but oh, it's okay. three hours Somebody long. told me
1: it was like it was more expository stuff, mm-hmm. but stuff that wasn't unnecessary. Stuff yes. that really added to it. Textually added so to I, it. So I don't know.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I will definitely watch the director's yeah. cut, just like I'm going to watch. Can you keep a secret? <laughs> I don't know what this is, actually. I thought you
1: might pick this one, too, this week. Oh, uh, it's a romantic
0: comedy uh, it's starring... a
1: very popular Sophie Kinsella book. I don't know who that is. She's a really popular her, romance really author, popular. Right? I see ads for her books on the subway mm-hmm. all the time.
0: It's um, starring Alexandra Daddario, everyone's and... favorite, um, I guess, she just cold, uh, dead-eyed <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, she was in True Detective. Right, She was Woody yeah, Harrelson's yeah. wife. Right. She's in uh, San Andreas. Right. And she she's has those, those Meg I, Tilly I, eyes. I, yeah, I
1: recognize <laughs> her all the time, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know what wife. I know her from, though.
0: But... I do love the title of this movie, Can You Keep a Secret? It's like, I've killed a man. At the cover is like <laughs> yeah. just
1: a guy, like, whispering. In her <laughs> yeah,
0: and she's but, like, Ooh. Which doesn't make sense,
1: though, because apparently it's about her telling this guy, this random guy on a flight, mm-hmm. this hunky guy on a flight, yeah. all of her secrets, Yeah, because okay. that's what you do on a flight. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets back to her job, and the guy turns out to be her new boss or something.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> she's can like, he keep totally a secret? She's totally embarrassed, like, mm. by
1: everything that she says. So, so uh, like, what
0: well, what would be the secret? them that are, like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: It <laughs> can't she, be that bad, right? Yeah, like, she's like all oh, my fetishes.
0: There's <laughs> yeah. something really dark. Baby. And weird. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be I something dark. A man, yeah. yeah. It have to be that. Because it has to be something dark. Because other than that, it's just kind of embarrassing, it's be boring, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And it just seems like
1: they're in love on the back of the. Cause so it's like it doesn't seem like he's pissed off. At no. you or Anything. So. I wonder
0: what she did. I don't I, know. You I know what? what? I'll never know. You, you know what? I missed this one. I would have recommended this I know, one. I should have recommended this one. <laughs> I didn't know it's um, you know important creators yeah. and adaptations. No, we can never talk about the secrets ever again. <laughs> that's, the, yeah. that's the that's the, 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 the a challenge we take every week when we spin that uh, yeah, Russian exactly. roulette. And hold it to our head. <laughs> Except most of the Russian roulettes we'll be doing over with just six bullets. Yeah, I know. There's really no way out. <laughs> uh, Daniel is in real. Has come out, and this is the dark remake of Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> yeah, right. (laughs) From the director of Some Kind of Hate. Uh, oh, okay, Adam Egypt Mortimer. Right, mm.
1: right, um, and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, son right? Patrick, Patrick Schwarzenegger.
0: <laughs> Do you think he does like uh, a uh, Arnold like yeah, imitation? Know. I hope so. Yeah,
1: I heard really good things about this, though. I, mm. I would like to see it. Yeah, uh, it me Kind too. of one of the cultier horror types. So
0: it's just being dumped on DVD. Yeah, it is well, it's yeah. funny because in the UK, the UK it's getting a big Arrow special edition. has the
1: release. I wonder right, how that so, happens. Yeah. I guess maybe Samuel Goldwyn owns the
0: rights, and well, they're
1: like Arrow distributes theatrically mm. in the UK like they did with Climax. Okay, so maybe they picked it up well. Okay, so they picked it up. Up at festivals I guess and I mm. guess Samuel Goldwyn just picked up but they don't have I mean, Arrow doesn't have the rights to do theatrical in Mm -hmm. the U.S., I guess. So
0: So we also have Disappearance of My Mother, another Italian film. This is the Gerard Depardieu of the last few weeks.
1: (laughs) Uh, I really like this movie, though. This is a really cool documentary. I saw it at Hot Docs, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's about a really famous uh, supermodel from Italy uh, named Benedetta Barzini. Mm -hmm. I might be mangling that. She was hugely famous in the 60s. She was like in with the Warhol crew, Salvador Mm. Dali. Yeah. even... And then in the 70s, she became a radical feminist and basically turned on the fashion industry. Huh, interesting. And just called out the fashion industry for all the inherent misogyny in it. And now she's, like, an older lady. She teaches. She's still an activist, but she's basically just, like, tired. And it's interesting. This movie's made by her son, and she basically just gives him this cryptic talk about how she wants to disappear Mm -hmm. at the beginning. And then he just basically follows her and tries to figure out, like what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, this weird kind of ominous, Where are you going, Bernadette? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, this weird kind of ominous feeling towards <laughs> it, but there's a lot of humor in it, too. Hmm. And oh, that's the it's, really, so it's a documentary. Really, it's a documentary, Okay, and it's really, like, verite. It's just, like, <laughs> son shooting his mother in... Her apartment yeah. most of the time. It does see her go to a fashion show. They bring her mm. to like London Fashion Week for like some sort of honorary thing. Yeah. But it's mostly just like in their apartment. Well, that sounds great. That, it's really good. Yeah.
0: So we also have the Good Liar. Wait, did I get the cast right on this? Uh, yes, Hell, Mirren. Yeah,
1: on the front on the poster, it's like Mirren McKellen, yeah. the Good Liar.
0: And then the note that I make was printed money yeah. for Bay Street Video. Something for the old people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This I, has been so popular. This is like, yeah. um, I guess, uh, my dinner with Andre of the McKellen... <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, right. <laughs> uh, it's just them in a room, right, and they're trying to like is outline it, each other. It's yeah, that's a con. What it is. It's a con movie, right? Is it yeah. a con movie? Oh, if yeah, it is, she, I gotta check it out.
1: Apparently, he plays a con man that's trying to swindle her. She's some yeah. rich widow or something. And there's verbal but, gymnastics. But he, she is also maybe conning him. Or so something. it's a real
0: dirty, rotten scam. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I mean, it's Bill Condon actually. Who Ooh, we talked. About this is recently. the like one
0: for them. And this is the one, one for me. Them. Or
1: is it the one for him? I think it's a one for him because his
0: one for him was the Ian McKellen Sherlock Holmes movie that came out, which I never never Holmes. Yeah, yeah, I wonder why I, I never did. Yeah. No, I don't got time. I gotta watch Picard. No, That's sorry, taking up yeah. my old guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so we also have. All right, we gotta zoom through <laughs> some of these Dragonheart Vengeance, which I really want to talk about <laughs> yeah. because how yeah. is there five <laughs> Dragonheart
1: sequels? There is also a five movie Dragonheart set out. This yeah, week I wanted too, to watch this
0: one, but you hadn't received it yet. I, so. No, it was on the list. We yeah, received,
1: but it was too late. I was down to watch it, even though I haven't seen any past the first one. Yeah, so. I know.
0: will I be lost? <laughs> no, I, probably not. We also have Mon Mon Monsters, which is a Taiwanese horror film being put out by Shudder. Didn't see this one. Looks fun, though. Apparently yeah. there's a big hit I in Taiwan, right? I heard it was right? very mean spirit oh, It always it really? like, puts me off <laughs> when sucks. it comes to like yeah. horror movies. But uh, people love it. I yeah. know like, uh, Colin Geddes, the ex-programmer of Midnight Madness, yeah. is a huge fan of it. Okay. So We also have Waves. Um, I did not see this one. Did you? Uh, I did, yeah. I really I liked it. this film, actually. Speaking I... of telling stories that you shouldn't be telling. Yeah. Is
1: that I... an issue? I know people have an issue with that mm-hmm. a lot, and I can totally see that.
0: Yeah, because it's a white guy telling the story yeah. of a
1: black American family. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason why it didn't bother me as much, and again, this is coming mm. from a the white guy's straight, perspective. White guy, so yeah. I am totally wrong on this, too. I get it. Um, it didn't feel; it felt more of a collaborative thing, like the. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That he worked very. Closely. Yeah, so Trey Edward Schultz is the director of cresha mm-hmm. and *It Comes at Night*.
0: Never both seen were, any of those movies. Oh, both films I really loved. Re- really even good. *It Comes at Night*. Yeah, I, I oh, really. okay. Loved You're comes the minority night. on that one. Really? But yeah, I heard I that this one well, is so, a real Magnolia style. Well, this movie. is yeah. So this I is starring like the
1: kid from *It Comes at Night*, Calvin okay. Harrison Jr., mm. who's blowing up this year. He was also in a film earlier this year called *Loose*, which is excellent. Mm. Uh, definitely one of the best year movies this year, and even better than Waves, and that's yeah. a story that's definitely told by mm. a black filmmaker about okay. being black in America, and that's, like, a better film, yeah sure. This but one, does not have that Magnolia style yeah, to it? so this one is basically, so, he says it's, Trey Edwards said it was semi-autobiographical, mm. like, it's sort of based on some of his upbringing, but that he basically, so the family is black because he wanted to collaborate with Kelvin Harrison mm. Jr., and they worked on it together after it Okay, at night, and that's where that came that from. you got me! So... I'm not saying that's right or wrong or anything, but it does feel a lot, very collaborative. Collaborative, yeah. And in terms of it being a solely black story, yeah, I can see that because it is a black American family. And there are moments where they talk about, there is a a scene where the father tells the son, like... You have to work harder because you're black. Mm. So there are a few moments. And there is a son where we're so far they from the color purple. <laughs> yeah, they go to it. they they get called out. Um he gets called um, a racial slur yeah. by by uh, somebody. So there are a few moments of that. Does Sterling K. It Brown bother me, but have I, I have a I deep,
0: know. booming, commanding voice he in does. the movie. <laughs> and I love
1: and that's one of the reasons I like this movie a lot. I love the performances. Sterling mm. K. Brown is great. Uh Calvin Harrison is great. Yeah. It is a movie that it's two movies, kind of. Yeah. So the yeah, first yeah. half is one right, That's movie, what I hear. And then there's and like then a break. And then it's. I think the second half drops off a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I like the first half is a stronger to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I really like this film, though. It definitely is indulgent. You can tell he's like finally got a bigger budget. Yeah. He does a lot of experiment, like almost Xavier Dolan. Like he changes the aspect ratio. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like he does this thing where he keeps whipping the camera around, almost like that Children of Men thing in the car. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that kind of thing. But I don't know. It's just, it's one of those movies that, despite like the problems with it, Mm. the criticisms, it really. Resonated with me, hmm. and I—I I don't know. And so, Mark, as I know people, uh, white, uh, white
0: guy. guy, you sold it to me. I, Another straight white guy. I like
1: waves. I'm sorry. I, I like, like waves. <laughs> I, I like waves. I'm sorry. Wait, I, that's dude. like that's
0: like Louis C.K. in that unreleased movie. Did you ever see that one? I didn't that, see that. Yeah, I still there's a whole scene that, where he's yeah. like, "Listen, I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize <laughs> to all women." No, and it's not.
1: But that's the thing. So having said that, mm-hmm. if and I've seen a lot of criticism yeah. from um critics who are of color and everything that really don't like this movie and really think it's appropriative and mm-hmm. it's bullshit and call out Trey Edward Schultz, because he does seem like kind of a rich kid, though, too. I think he's kind of like a rich white kid, too. No! Yeah, because I think, like, he kind of, like, Carisha was all shot in his own house. And, and it's I a just, giant house? It's a giant house, yeah. And mm. waves. I, the house in Waves is actually the same house. It's his house. No, my
0: kryptonite! So rich white So, I think guys. he is a rich white...
1: And there are certain things, like, apparently he's saying he wants to make this Kanye West biopic next. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Kanye West is such a dick right he now. But like Uh, and this is coming from somebody who used to love Kanye West too. But like, I so I get that he's problematic. I get that this movie can, Mm. if if you are a person of color watching this movie, it can probably come off maybe hollow and Mm -hmm. false. I don't know. For me, it just worked as an as an emotional experience. It moved me. I am so I don't know.
0: And you are you are a rock. I am a rock, and usually
1: I don't really get affected by movies like that. I don't know for some reason this movie. Do you ever shed tears during movies? Not during this one. I think the last one I did though was the new. Muppet movie, like the Muppets. Oh, like yeah, not, not Muppets Most Wanted. But okay, the Muppets. But, okay, so I want point I, really, I think I shed, shed tears. Tear, you know what's weird know.
0: is I shed tears at the end, where they're like, "We're not going to make it," but we did it all together, yeah. and I'm like, "Why? Why is this making me sad?" Like, I know yeah. it's going to turn around at the know, end, that whole movie or even you when he's singing that song, that. like "Pictures." That was the, that was what <laughs> yeah, got me at the first. Yeah. And then it was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, so. Muppet that
1: Muppet movie's great. That movie movie's great.
0: We also have Give Me Liberty. Uh, what's this? Yeah, I have Fast, fast. We almost have no yeah, This is a really interesting <laughs> American yeah,
1: movie, <laughs> but it's like from a Russian expat filmmaker. Cool. So it's about a guy who's um, a medical transport driver. He's mm-hmm. trying to drive his like old russian uh it's a father or uncle so yeah like, but there's protests going on it sounds it's like a in real... Mil- it's in milwaukee yeah a uh, little miss poached, sunshine um, <laughs> yeah exactly right. but it's a comedy it it's a comedy it's yeah, okay. a comedy it's wacky heard a lot of great things i haven't seen it yet but we
0: uh, uh, ray and Liz sounds like a uk kitchen sink drama this i did see this okay. is really
1: interesting it's made by a photographer hmm. uh called peter or sorry richard birmingham hmm. i'm i'm getting his name wrong yeah but. Um, It's about his upbringing. He goes back to, like, the squalid kind of Mm. flat he grew up in with his parents, and he basically... It's like a memoir Mm. movie sort of thing, but it's weird. The way it's filmed, it almost all takes place in this flat. It's very, like, constricted, but it's like a real flat, too. I mean, it might be a set, but it looks like a real flat, and it's basically the parents are just, like, fighting a lot, and then you know the younger son gets it is a very kitchen sink one, yeah yeah okay. set to foster care <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's one of those poor
0: british kitchens but it's done in a really so for big, all the mike lee fans check it out yeah
1: yeah exactly but it's visually hypnotic mm. and uh because he's a photographer it has a really dreamlike set like it's a memoir mm. film that actually feels like a dream uh, oh, or a memory you know? kind of it thing it feels like yeah. a memory very cool stuff so
0: playing with fire the john cena uh <laughs> yeah, fire comedy. the movie i wish i, I had watched so so <laughs> no it's sorry. fine i told this Mar- is gonna be trash though no i told gonna be awful i told mark that like whatever movie you pick i won't be like well oh, how dare you pick that movie you like you know sometimes you recommend movies to people yeah, yeah. and like like you feel like like it like it 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 stinks up like any other recommendations yeah, you do yeah. after that 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 will never happen between me and you so don't worry about <laughs> <Yeah>. it uh <laughs> no, serendipity which is a documentary about a uh, french yeah. artist and a survivor of breast cancer kind of dealing yeah. with what the disease kind of imp- how the disease impacted her life through her art.
1: Yeah, it was like when she got the diagnosis, Mm -hmm. she decided to use it in her art. Yeah, Sounds
0: really fascinating. Uh, White Snake, which is a Chinese animated movie, I believe. They're doing Um, tons of CGI. uh, There was a movie that came out, uh, it was like, uh, Nenza? I don't, something yeah. like that. Yeah, we're
1: getting that soon, actually. Uh, it's
0: great. I saw it when it came out at uh, movie theaters. Oh, cool. And yeah, we're getting that. That started month. like a wave of like movies. It's playing in theaters right now, dubbed. So they like re really? released okay, it. Cool. Yeah, so it's yeah, interesting it's coming out here next month. Uh, Kingdom, Japanese kind of action movie. Yeah, it's fine yeah. if that's what you like. I've it's seen been it. It's selling yeah. well. I didn't hmm, really know much about it, but it flew I off think the shelf. It's based on an anime. So. which I think it is. Yeah. Last Christmas, the Paul Feig movie. Nobody liked for Christmas, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, yeah I, I, know. Know. I, mean, uh, I mean, I, I don't Paul really Teague, like these kind of movies, though. But these I lights.
0: heard it's not very good, but I heard it's also not a romantic comedy. Yeah. And they sold it like that. And it also has an amazing Michelle Yeoh performance. Oh, really? Which rea- uh, she's like she the boss of um, the main character. And okay. she's like loves Christmas. And I mean, Michelle Yeoh has never been in an American comedy other than Crazy Rich Asians. But okay. even then, she was like the serious okay. role in it. Did you but, hear there was like a twist in this film? Yes. And I heard what the twist and was. I heard, yeah. <laughs> I
1: didn't hear what it was, but somebody told me there's a twist and that you can kind of figure it out if you think about the title. Last but, Christmas, yeah, and the song. I gave you
0: my heart.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, there you go. Feel,
0: feel good stuff. Right okay, there. yeah. I've, I've been zooming to, to, through these because, uh, because you want to get to the end Nicolas here. Nicolas Cage films. It is Nicolas Cage week here. Again. It's always Nicolas Cage week. There are five Nicolas
1: Cage movies on the new release wall right now.
0: Six if you include the Cotton
1: Club encore thing. Yeah.
0: So, we have Grand Isle and Kill Chain. Can you put these together? Both of these movies are terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which one would you so, recommend out of both of them?
1: I'd say Grand Isle by a hair, because Grand Isle is like a southern fried neo-noir Wait, didn't sort of didn't he just thing. make
0: a neo-noir, or did we just talk about Probably, this one yeah, off mic? maybe. So <laughs> yeah. this is
1: with Kelsey Grammer as well. Oh. So get, get double cheese here. Yeah. Basically, it's like a story of a young guy, some face, some yeah. actor, I don't know, who, who takes a job. He needs some money, takes mm. a job trying to fix the fence of... Ew. Nicolas Cage and his wife, who's younger and, like, is coming on to this young guy the whole time. Nick Cage is, like, an old army vet who's, like, drunk all Mm. the time. And he puts on that Con Air accent again. (laughs) So for fans of who've been wanting Does he have
0: long hair He does.
1: He has long, scraggly hair, and he's got the Con Air accent. (laughs) And basically, so then a hurricane's approaching. The guy has to spend the night. Yeah. And there's this kind of battle of wills I mean, sounds where the, the good, wife though. is trying to seduce him, yeah. and then Nick Cage is, like, shooting them glances the whole time. Where's Kelsey and Grammer and all this? So, Kelsey Grammer is the cop. So, this is all framed around this young guy is in a, an interrogation room, mm. and Kelsey Grammer is interrogating him, being like, what happened that yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, then the whole thing is a flashback. But basically, he's put in a situation where both Cage and the wife, who's played by Cadiz Strickland, mm. and, uh, both offer him money to yeah. kill the other one, so he's uh, like.
0: Does this end it, with like, oh, the story he well, was telling wasn't well, true? It actually has a twist yes.
1: that turns it more into horror movie Werewolves? territory. No,
0: <laughs> horror, but horror movie territory
1: you've kind of seen before okay. recently in other movies, but I don't really. And you're spoil selling it. me on it. It, you'd think that would make it better it doesn't make it better Ugh. it just makes it worse yeah. and it's just really bad Kill Chain though is really boring it's just like and a it has very little movie. Nicolas Cage in it right? yeah it's actually more of an ensemble thing with a bunch of characters and it all follows it's one of those things where like it's like a consequence of kill it is a Kill Chain, Chain yeah. so it starts with like this sniper guy played by Enrico Colantoni. you nope. him For him from Just Shoot Me and like <laughs> oh, Flashpoint. Yes. I know exactly Mars, you who you're know, talking know. about. Yeah. He's a sniper. And Cole then he, he gets into something and then somebody gets killed and then it moves to that character and mm. then it moves to a different character. And then eventually it ends up with Cage who, like, owns a hotel. He's a mysterious ex assassin who owns a hotel in Colombia <laughs> now. Speaking
0: of Sterling it's K. Bad. Brown, what yeah. is that um, uh, Hotel of Assassins that he was oh, in? Oh, Hotel Artemis. Yeah, right? didn't like that one. I didn't see that. I you thought people liked that. Wasn't mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. You know? No, nobody you liked that. Popular, yeah, that be. was yeah. a double bill with um, what is it? It's not Incident at the El Royale or something like that. Uh, battle at the El Royale. What? Oh. Battle at the El Royale? Yeah. I don't think it's no. battle. No, bad night. At bad the night. El Royale. Yeah, another Sorry. not yeah. good movie, which I, I was hoping was also good. Also didn't see. Well, you're that not a big movie. Drew Goddard fan, director of Cabin nah, Woods? No, I just looked kind of weird. So two crummy Nick Cage films. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm, I guess I mean he has like a I guess million coming Kyle
1: out. If you want some cheese, guess, uh,
0: his he finished shooting his
1: Sheon Snow Sono film. He did, and that's finally coming. So we are getting color out of space on here at the end of the month. So mm. that, but then after that, it's just, you we'll know, talk
0: about that when that comes yeah, out, <laughs> yeah. the goggles, um, but they his, do nothing. his year
1: of 20, I know his year of 2020 <laughs> is looking pretty good. He's got, um, yeah, that's the Shono yeah. film. He's got Wally's wonderland, which he's like, uh. I've Could seen the banana split yeah, I'm good I don't know and then it's all he's also making this meta movie which I think is is he making out. it yeah it's got a release date in 2021 wow. now yeah the one
0: where uh, the Charlie Kaufman-esque which yeah, is really weird because Nick himself. Cage wasn't an adaptation I know
1: right <laughs> so now he's playing himself as like a washed up action star mm. who's hired by some rich guy in the Caribbean mm. to go to his party and then gets involved in some action thing. That know. sounds terrible. It
0: sounds terrible. Yeah. But
1: Lionsgate's actually doing it as a big release. Like wow. they're doing it as a theatrical release. Yeah. What?
0: Can you believe this? Who's directing it? Some hack? Some hack. Somebody yeah. I've never Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know. you know, you hear those qu- crazy plots and you're like, how could speed kills be bad? Right. <laughs> but what is that Antonio? Gunshy, I think. Uh, uh, the Gun-shy. Simon West. <laughs> Antonio Vandero <laughs> movie. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> All right. right so that's it for the week. Uh, thanks that for listening. Is. Mystery. DVDs. On still the, here. Yeah, still no. on the table. Are they new? Who knows? Are they, knows they are a they mystery? mystery? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Come pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week, my name is Jason McGlue. And I'm Murr uh, Cancel. <laughs> keep buying. <laughs> and keep on renting. And Nick Cage yes. Specifically Nick Cage yeah. Films. You get a gold coin if you rent five of them <laughs> yeah, at once. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Nobody's achieved that yet. <laughs> video, what you watch.
1: These movies and many more are available at your local video store.